Welcome to Feel Good Sports. Jen, it is 2023. Welcome back. Welcome. Hello, 2023. Do you like 2023 so far? So far, yes. It's been a wild one for me. I'll be real. It's been hectic. It's gone quickly already. 2023 sport, though. There's so much good stuff coming this year. Let's start with the things that we're looking forward to and then zoom in to what's coming immediately after we've done a big view. So let's go large. Okay, so big, um, I guess big, it's got to be the Matildas and the World Cup. The FIFA Women's World Cup is coming to Australia and New Zealand. We're so excited. It's time to uh, see Sam Kerr win a World Cup. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> if we stay on that for a bit, even just the news that they went, oh, these guys are that popular that we should move out of the 40,000 uh, capacity stadium to the 80,000 capacity stadium. Yeah. Yes, you should. Amazing. So basically go, ticket sales have been really good. The Matildas opening game in the world cup we're really excited just imagine if they can go all the way through reach final stages reach the final it's going to be fever pitch like australia for those that aren't already in love with this team that there is going to be love it's going to be wild i'm so excited there's also the cup of nations which is um starting this month as well like a lead-in tournament four teams yeah it's going to be cool. We'll, we'll have a look at that. But we'll be following the whole World Cup really closely. I think we'll do a whole World Cup season the way we did with WBBL just past. Absolutely. Okay, another thing for me, the auction happens this Wednesday or is it yeah. next Wednesday? No, it's next it's Wednesday. So it's, it's the Wednesday the after. 13th. The Women's what. Premier League. Yeah. So the Women's Premier League for cricket is going to be – it's going to be a wild year of cricket. Really, that's going to be really cool. Uh, we should we should do a viewing party <laughs> if we can. Oh, I wonder what. Yeah, we have to look at what well, the, times the times and everything and are because it's going to be incredible to see who gets picked up, who gets passed over. Yeah. Uh, from reading some of the things and chatting to a few people, a lot of the Australian players weren't entirely sure what value to put on themselves. Yeah. And then at the same time, it's odd. As a human, do you set your own value? That? You do. Far out. And so then if no one picks you at that tier, you're gone. You can't get picked up at a lower tier. So, so you've got to think of yourself as – Do you choose as, your tier or do you choose your actual value? I think a tier, I yeah. think. And, and oh, someone out sense. there will send details and say it's this. Yeah. But, for example, if I said I was worth $100,000 US, yeah. I can go for more than that, but I can't get picked up for ninety. So yeah. if I put 500000 US – and people go too rich for my blood to, to build an entire squad around, I'm off the table, I believe. I think I think we can all kind of – I think we all know the, the handful of players that can, are going to be in that top tier though, so, right? And who's going to go that, that much? That's what we're hearing that someone, one in each team, might potentially go. So over a 1,000 players have nominated for the um, auction, but and ha- only 80 can be picked up. That's a lot of very good cricket players – and there has to be a, an amount of locals. An amount of selected. capped and uncapped as well. So so there's not really even that amount available no. as well. So it's going to be amazing. And as I said, like it's, this, it's, it's thoroughly exciting, but it's also odd because as much as we're used to it in, in the male domain, I suppose, and have, I've never probably thought this deeply into it, but you are, you're putting a value on yourself that, they, that someone might go, I agree with you or you're worth more. Or they might go, no thanks, Jen. And then you've got it. That, that's a bit of a hit as well. If, yeah. If I don't get picked, 
I, I'm actually really interested to see who gets selected, who does miss out. It's going to be a bloodbath. It is. It it's is gonna going be to so be. Good. It's the Hunger Games of cricket and we're so excited. I volunteer as tribute. Can I volunteer as tribute? Oh. Rachel Haynes, I'm available to work in your coaching team. Lisa Kitely, I'll come with you. Charlotte Edwards, I don't mind. Let's all go. Um, <laughs> here's for me the one thing that I'm interested to see is – out of contracted players, who to who do franchises go to that aren't international contracted players? So will someone mm. pick up a Lizelle Lee anymore? Or will someone pick up Mignon Dupree from South Africa? Mainly though, I want to see if someone picks up Laura Harris. It's got to be Laris. Because in the men's game, the Oof. tradition has now become, it used to be a lot of money went at your opening batters and now, and, and, and quick bowlers because... yeah two elite skills in that sense but there's been a shift to finishes so your Tim David for example from the Hurricanes just blew the last auction out of the water because he can go in and in 10 balls score 30 runs who does that sound like Laura Harris sounds like a less good version of Laura Harris yeah (laughs) so but she, but in women's game, a lot of people I think love, if you're contracted, you know what's going on. Whereas I I'm feel just like, like it, I'm on. at the stage where you could throw any female cricketing name at me and I'm like, yeah, no problem. You, Tim David, I'm like, no idea. Got nothing. Buckley's. <laughs> uh, Nat Siver, I think, would be a pretty valuable commodity. Ball, bat, great in the field. Obviously, yeah. And and younger of the big all-rounders, so the Divines, Cap and um, Perry. She's the younger of those. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I shouldn't get as excited as it is about what people are going to be, be throwing, but I am. I'm We're pumped for we it. We should be excited. It's a big... It's huge. It's a game-changing moment in women's cricket. Well, it's going to have domino effect of what players it's no longer... It's going to push got. everyone else. It's going to push BBL, every other league. the 100. What's your value there? When do you take time off? How do you balance between internationals? It's going to lead to some pretty hard conversations amongst the choices we see people make and not make. Bring it on. So there's a couple of things from me, obviously, and the Women's World Cup that's about to kick off in South Africa, which is immediate. Yeah, which is what this this conversation is really going to drill down into. There's pretty quickly. Been some other winter sports stuff. I know you sort of stay a bit more across. I do stay relatively across. Winter athletes. The winter athletes. So Jakara Anthony has won another World Cup event. And Danielle it's... Scott. mm was that then the aerial skiing? Yes. Oh, we, what is with aerial skiing, skiing in Australia? Like we are just it's because it's a mix. A, it's because you only need a little bit of snow for it. A little bit of snow <laughs> and a lot of guts and ability to just put your brain and your you sensibilities just, you just in a bucket at the a top. Because <laughs> they are incredible athletes. Divest yourself as you go in. L- Lydia Lassila is probably one of my favourite athletes. Yeah. Uh, it's There is a lot of... Snow sports going on at the moment. I'll be honest, I have not been across anything over the last few weeks uh, due to parenting duties, which is <laughs> really lame. Meg Lanning came back. Come on, as if you're saying you weren't across that. Do not. There's oh, one thing really across I'm across and it's anything to do with Meg Lanning <laughs> at any time. I think we're all aware of that. We don't oh, – oh, like also – Everything that the Matildas have been doing because I've been following them really closely. But you know who else? Lauren Jackson. Oh, LJ. Bittersweet. Bittersweet. Yeah. It's so, for those who aren't following, the Flyers and the Flames had a bit of, it was a tribute match for Lauren Jackson to honour kind of her and her legacy because she had said that she is 
wrapping it up at the end of this season. And literally 62 seconds into that game, she had an ankle injury and had to leave the court injured. Achilles, yeah. So a little bit of an Achilles issue. This is – got to remember that was on the leg that was deemed the good leg. Because the good leg, cause she's actually been playing is, on a broken foot. Yeah, it's fractured. Far out. Which now explains why she sits there with her foot in a bucket of you know, cold water at the end of the game, which would hurt actually a lot. But she has sort of given it the, hey, yes, this is season ending, but maybe it's not the end for me then. She just will not leave oh. basketball unless she absolutely is dead. <laughs> 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 which I, I think for all of us who love her, we love because the thing is that Lauren Jackson loves playing basketball as much as we love watching Lauren Jackson play basketball. Also medicinal cannabis. Thank you for existing in a way in a legal form that has enabled an athlete like her to recover mobility and it's pain tolerance. It's taken this long for, for to be available in Australia mm-hmm. because it's, it's a really – important thing for for a lot of people who suffer chronically from pain and yeah i really wanted the fairy tale for her though i wanted the season to go through and she's cutting the net down at the end after winning yeah so one more one more one more come on if she gets her body right if she's in the right space we'll take one more so as much as you said you've just been parenting and haven't been across things that you have there Look are some people that break Always through the break noise. Through. The World Surfing League has kicked back off again. Okay, Stephanie Gilmore as well, if we're <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> Yes, it has. Yes, it has. So um, that started because uh, – and so again, pipeline. Aussie, Aussies and surfing just yeah, it's match made. Uh, we'll, be a, we'll be across a lot of stuff over the, over the next little while. We do need to have a really close look at women's cricket as per usual because pretty much we line all of this kind of stuff up to start with. The, the tournaments that we're, we love watching and it's the T20 World Cup in South Africa. Yes, it is. The Australian women's team are the defending champions. Yes, they are. Let's go. What do we think? There are a few things that have been a little bit controversial. What? South African captain Dane van Niekerk is not going to be playing this World Cup for South Africa. I've been outraged about it. So I watched Dane play the 100. She played quite a bit at the 100, but sat out a few games because she's also coming back from quite a serious ankle injury, right? Um, And hasn't played international cricket since 2021. Tell me a little bit about what you think of Dane being sat out for this World Cup. Okay, so I have really mixed emotions and opinions okay. on it. I, I feel like I see both sides to it. I see the side where the South African Cricket Association has gone, these are standards we're putting in place, 9-minute 32K time trial, just to set the background for those who may not have heard, but I'm sure everyone has, 18 seconds was the difference between her getting selected for the side and not. So she missed her 2K time trial by 18 seconds. She ran 9 minutes 48. 9 minutes 30 is doable, is trainable to get to, all those sorts of things. Now, the big thing that my first reaction was silly choice. Silly choice, 18 seconds. You're telling me in the literature that she's improving. This is actually her PB, which to me goes – 
maybe she's just not a very good runner. She struggles in that running side of it. Not all of us like gut running and just trying to sprint two kilometres and get a good time. It's not that easy, but she's a great leg spin bowler, can bat really well, excellent strategist as a skipper, home World Cup final, World Cup, I should say. Does that outweigh 18 seconds? So I sit, a lot of me sat in that a lot. And then you think, well, they can't just make a difference for her because – Lizelle Lee missed one section of her fitness parameters and it was weight. They said, off you go. You can pay your own flights home. You can. Mm. But there's a few male players as well for South Africa who have recently missed out as well by 12 seconds or eight seconds. So they're, they're, they're setting a hard line. I know why they're doing it because they're like, we have to be more elite. We have to compete as athletes. Yeah. And because if you, if you look at Australia and the England squads, they're phenomenally fit athletes. They are. and it's Very professional. It's science. taken yeah, – and I think the other thing, the reason I do sit a little bit in the decision of oh, leniency is South Africa aren't yet resourced to the way Australia are, for example. Yeah. You know, to hear stories of Dane goes to their lead-in tri-series game on Marazan Cap's bill because she has to go as a partner, no official training gear – doesn't go to any official training sessions think back to when Meg Lanning did her shoulder this is four or five years ago as Australia's captain she traveled with the Australian team so that she was with them and resourced by them to make sure she had the best possible chance of recovery so this is the thing that I had with what the I think was it this president of cricket might have even been the coach the coach Um, commented and he said you know we've made it really clear to Dane what is expected and we know that she's a very important resource in the field and that kind of thing and we've we've told her what we expect and she hasn't made that and all of it all of that language was she hasn't done this this is what we told her this is what we expected from her rather than we've been working with her we've been kind of yeah which and I think which is really different from the way that goes with an injured Australian or an injured English player or even an English uh, – sorry, an injured Kiwi player yeah, at this stage. There's really different resourcing around it. I heard Jess Jonathan speak about the fact that in Australia – like she didn't say Look, we have a, a minimum this. I know Cricket New South Wales have admitted they have a 9-minute 30 for their under-18s program as a – this is what you have to make for us to be able to consider you any further. So they, they start theirs younger – in the idea of this professionalism of, of targets. Yeah. But it does seem like majority of other language seem to be, okay, Jen, this is you to keep you improving. This has to be you at this point and then this has to be you at this point. Not an overarching, everyone has to get nine minutes 30 because if you think about Chloe Paparo for Western Australia, surely she's going to have different, different things that they're trying to work with her to improve her than I would be. Yeah. as a player to use two examples but so I feel like the one size fits all doesn't fit in yeah. a sense I do understand is, why they're doing it it is like on the face of it it's an arbitrary number, number. yeah we do know that the 2k tire trial isn't effectively a, a, a match simulation style test but yeah, it is you're not a running to all about your recovery abilities and what you can do it's just so speaking and hearing performance um, coach from Creek New South Wales, Sean Hardy, speaking about this, this is why we do it. So hearing from the other side why it's a, a test that gets done because no one in cricket ever just starts running two kilometres and doesn't stop. You yeah. know, it's not a part of the, the game. But to understand that 
there's recovery elements to it, which when you think about a World Cup is all about recovery and being able to come back quicker, back to your peak. And we all know that the fitter you are, of course you're going to recover better. So, yeah, as I said, mixed emotions. Do you think South Africa are going to struggle? Suffer, yes. And, and many reasons why. Like Sune Luce seems like she's done a fantastic job um, in the interim and I think their environment may be something that plenty are, in, are enjoying. However, from a pure competitive standpoint, I think she lets the game go. It's like the game starts and then it just travels and it ends. Whereas I think Darnay was much more active in a bit more decisive in making changes and trying to get ahead of the game and trying to see if they can and we see the game that this with, way. We see that with Sophie Devine. We see it with uh, Heather Knight. Heather Knight yep. And we see it with Meg Lanning. We see them make changes pretty decisively. Yeah, they don't just sit. And, and we wait. haven't seen that with Sunay Lewis. I, I don't think so. I mean, I'm more than happy to be proven wrong, but I think home, fi- home, home tournament, lots of talk covering the fact that Darnay's been left out. She will be in the stands. I've already seen her supporting Marizan at the warm-up games. Yep. She's been very supportive. Like she posted a post saying, you know, well done to these 15. This is what we should have been focusing on. Good on her for being – she, she could go to town. Like if, if she rang she up could. any radio station, they'd take her call and be like, we'll, we'll talk to you. Any news, aid, you know, news television outlet. Um, Do you think in her I don't mind, think they'll go though, through the finals, South Africa, unless Marizan Cap and Woolvart go off. Yeah. Do you think in her mind she's gone, look, this is one tournament. I I could still be back after this. I hope so, but I think this might burn them. Burn, and when I say them, I mean them. What if this – we just talked about the Women's Premier League. What if Marizan Cap picks up good coin there? Do you do you start to question the effort you put in to a place you feel like doesn't value you, you back and resource yeah. you back? Not not very many people get to retire on on the terms that they want to retire on. It that's sure. that's a fairy tale, and it is great when it does happen, but it can also be a really hard thing to work your way through. So that mental health aspect is huge. And again, going back to hearing JJ talk, she spoke about how Cricket Australia really look at physical health, mental health. Yeah. You know, balancing things out. Your cricket health, as in where are you at as a skilled player? Where are you at with what you've got to do? So just very different language, it seemed like, and communication was the key. It does sound like cricket, South Africa, are very communicative, but just very hard line. And, yeah. you know, look, we might be looking back in 10 years' time at a ridiculously fit South African unit who are now a genuine top two powerhouse and going, well, good on those people for yeah. drawing a line in the sand. We'll wait and see. Yeah. Australia, we are just, especially in the women's cricket space, especially lucky that we've had people push earlier than other countries have. We are better resourced, we are better funded, and we have a depth of athlete and a depth of skill set around the country that should hopefully keep us there for a while. But India coming because of the Women's Premier League, they're going to develop their players better than they ever have before. We saw Bangladesh at the Under-19s World Cup beat Australia and show us, oh, there's some skill there if they can harness it and get themselves sorted politically or any other area. So it's just there's huge upside. There's also going to be some moments where we really stumble and get the old gravel rash without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. Exciting. Can't Uh, wait. World Cup. uh, So good. Who's going to win? Australia? Do you think they go back to back? Obviously. Yep. Who's who's <laughs> their biggest threat? Who do you think's the biggest threat? Um 
I want to say India, but the warm-up match yesterday wasn't terribly exciting and the tri-series, they lost it to South Africa. Yeah. And I do not think South Africa can bring it to Australia. So if India are going to lose to South Africa in their tri-series, then I'm kind of like, I don't think they can push Australia that hard. England, they sometimes start their tournaments a little bit shaky and then come good in the back half. So if they can start a bit stronger and pull through, they've got Heather Knight back and Alice Capsie is back in form and where I would expect England to have a really good go. I really hope South Africa can bring something really interesting. From a local atmosphere perspective, the win would be South Africa going deep. Yeah. Absolutely. It would it would be really nice to see South Africa doing really well. I would like New Zealand to go well because I just feel like their window just continues to shut tighter and tighter on them and there's so many players that I love. Tell me about that. To watch. You I, say their window closes tighter and tighter. So they've got some world-class talent yep. who have been world-class for a long time. Susie Bates, Sophie Devine. Um, even the Kerr sisters are getting a little bit older, but they've still got plenty of years. Do you feel like there's not enough depth there? Is that what you mean? Uh, yeah, I think New Zealand cricket, I worry about their depth. Their super smashes show me that there's maybe a bit more coming through, but just, yeah, Batesy and, and Devine, they are on, on the back end of their careers without a doubt. They're at the back of their careers. We know for the success of New Zealand, it relies still so heavily on them and Amelia Kerr. Yeah. And then others chipping in and around that, which is great. And they're going to have to chip in and around that. But um, for them, they've been such stalwarts of the game. And I mean, not just the New Zealand game. They are universally great humans who are well loved around any league they go to. Yeah. They have a very positive effect wherever they go. It's really easy to. I just think to they're going to have an empty cupboard again. How do they fix that? Clone those two. For a start. Solid start. <laughs> Go back to Rebecca Rolls and if, find out if she's got any children that are almost at the right age. I'm t- I don't know. It's this <laughs> some, uh, some genetic manipulation. No, to be fair, if New Zealand can get into the final, then that just might be enough for a divine and a Bates to be like, this has to be our day and Kerr comes off and someone else, you know, whether it's Jess Kerr with the ball, whether it's Tahuhu who gives the two middle fingers back up and goes, you tried to leave me out of a contract and, you know, these people do something. Oh, that'd be – I wouldn't be unhappy if New Zealand were to raise the trophy. I wouldn't I wouldn't be gutted because I'd, I'm, I'd, I'd be willing to just about concede anything for Sophie Devine yeah. to have a good day. <laughs> England, I Sophie think – Sophie Devine on a good day has a solid run against my, uh, at, like, undying love for Meg Lanning as a sportsman. It's, it's where we hit – just entertainment factor you sit back and you go I'm delighted that I'm actually here watching this yeah Divine and Bates going off on the same day far out that's the best day yeah oh that's a good day that's a day I'm hoping for for this World Cup for sure Um, I want to see how many I'd love to have someone keep a counter of how many times Catherine Siverbrunt loses her nut and has her little blow-ups just you know one of those comedy like little tickers how obsessed with the Siva Brunt situation are you? I'm looking forward to this I've already <laughs> did it wrong earlier didn't I, I just said Nat Siva so then I was like oh Siva Brunt Siva Brunt Nat Siva Brunt Catherine Siva sounds Brunt. a bit like a, um, a swear word or a Siva Brunt yeah like yeah oh you're <laughs> a Siva Brunt <laughs> you are a such lot. a Siva Brunt <laughs> I would love it if someone just yelled that at Catherine <laughs> Siva Brunt when she's had a go 
Ah, oh, you've been Siva Brunted. Like it's just I love that. You've good. been Siva Brunted. Oh, so good. Particularly if they're bowling in partnership. Like <laughs> Or one of them hits a six. Oh, what? so good. Just Mel Jones or Lisa Stalaker, you can use that. No, oh, you you've been Siva Brunted. It does. It has an aggression to it. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed watching them play in the same team with the 100 and there were a couple of moments where one of them has like, I think Nat Siva Brunt dropped. <laughs> dropped Catherine Siva Brunt's ball, yes. Uh, Kay Siva Brunt gave her the filthiest oh. look you have ever seen but if, on a cricket pitch. But if it was I the other way, it. if it was the other way, you can't. You cannot give you cannot give K, KSB you cannot give KSB filthies because she's like I was trying. Whereas if anyone else, if NSB does it, she's like, are you right, mate? So yes, overall, very just very excited about the World Cup. So uh, look, we, we we'll both be watching at sometimes good hours, sometimes terrible hours. What is your prediction for the winner and your player of the tournament? <laughs> My prediction for the winner is pretty pretty obvious it's going to be Australia unless there's there's an unexpected upset which is I guess unexpected (laughs) that's just the case that's just where cricket women's cricket stands right now Mm -hmm. the Australian team is so dominant but when we saw India take out Australia in the series in India last at the end of last year um that was huge and I wasn't angry because I was like this is, we want to see this really good talent from other countries. We want to see that talent matching it because it's so exciting to watch. My, so, my concern for the tournament is unentertaining cricket pitches and outfields. So think of the world, the warm-up that Australia-India had and it was the, of a game looking from, to reports. The England won, I think they scored over 200 Granted, I think they were playing Ireland, so different levels of skill and everything. But if it says where one pitch was playing, I want the English warm-up game style pitch. Thank you very much for entertainment factor. Yeah. That's my biggest concern about the tournament. I think Australia will win. If they don't, it'll be because they've really brought themselves down a level because their depth should still outplay other teams. Not to say they're unbeatable. They're not, but they should be able to win. What about player of the tournament? So... There are several players that if on their day could be a player of the tournament. From other countries, Nat Siverbrunt is going to be the player of the tor- tournament from an English perspective, right? Yeah, it's going to be Marazan Cap from South Africa. It's going to be Smriti Mandana probably or Richa Ghosh if she's having a good one. Um, there is Farah, you, you've got so many options in that Indian side. I cannot believe they're not my shoe in for the finals. When it boils down to it, because of the the last year of her international career, because she comes at these tournaments with such class and she's in good form, it's hard to think that Talia McGrath is not going to be up there. Yeah, that's a good shout. On the other hand, Elise Perry has done ridiculous things in the last six months. Yeah, she feels like she's on the verge of something even going special on. again, doesn't Something's she? Something's going on. That's, that's if she can get through a World Cup without an injury. I reckon she can. I would more have concerns about McGrath having lesser bowling load 
That's potentially. True. That's true. She that has might affect her ability they to. They have been protecting her. The other thing is Ashley Gardner has been phenomenal. Beth Mooney always, always, always. So yeah, I think Gardner's a good chance this tournament. I think it'll suit her bowling, and I think the wickets will play into the arc that she hits. So I think I might be going Ash Gardner. Ash Gardner. Yeah, I can see that. I have just basically answered that question by saying I one from each of your favorite teams. To, yeah, f- like f- f- ridiculous, really, that I haven't said my favourite player who has also been in, in good touch since coming back. It's Meg Lanning, but I don't know. We'll see. I want two Super Overs in the tournament. I just want Super Overs. I love them. Even all the better if it's in the final. Who is missing from this tournament that you would have liked to have seen still around to play it? Mignon Dupree for South Africa. Yeah, fair enough. It's going to be an interesting one. It kicks off on Saturday. Australia's first game is on Sunday. We'll be probably wrapping each week. Get excited about it. I can't wait. Get ex- Are you telling me or are you telling us? Just, no, just general. listeners. Yeah, let's lift them off my name. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're going to be doing for the next few weeks. Women's World Cup and Cup of Nations we'll be able to discuss and the auction. They're our next three. Keep a watch out for for next week's discussion, I reckon. Yeah, we're going to be jumping in again next week. You can find us on Instagram. You can get us on all of the listening devices. Millie the dog has jumped up to say hi. So if there's panting, it's not us, it's Millie. It's not weird. It's not weird. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Laters. Laters. Laters.